I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. When this episode airs, it will be November. Thinking we are almost done with 2021 is crazy. What is time? I keep trying to find the clarity that there is only now. And the way we view time is linear. And as a human, that is all we can understand. If you are a loyal listener, you know I ask many of my guests to answer what time is to them. It's fascinating to me when I step away from myself and look from a broader perspective and apply all I have learned from my many mentors and teachers. Time is an illusion. This life is an illusion. What we see is all based on the beliefs we have been programmed to believe. When you are aware of your beliefs, especially your limiting ones, life takes on an entirely different meaning. I have applied an entire week learning about self-limiting beliefs in both of my courses, Raising Confidence for Kids and The Magic Path for Adults. And the transformation of these kids and adults has been amazing. When you push past your fear and see everything in your life with eyes of love and know that it is perfect and working for you, that is when life takes on an entirely new perspective. My students' lives are on a new trajectory and see life even in challenging times, is perfect because those hard times are only hard because you believe they are. I am a big believer in when you change your thoughts, you change your life. So my wish for you is to catch those limiting thoughts and change them to empowering ones. Get so good at it that it becomes a muscle or a habit. I'm at the place now and it's like living in a dream state. We can all get there, and I am on a mission to empower all of my students to know that and live with a knowing that they can be, do, or have anything. If you want more information about my courses, check out my website, ashleygonner.com, or email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com. So on with our episode today. Oh my goodness, this is an amazing woman. You are going to love her. I get to introduce you to Jackie Seiden. She not only has a podcast called The Evolution Pod Club that has emerged through her teachings with Gary Temple Bodley through Joshua. I speak a lot on her here about the manifestation events and her show is helping others understand how to process your limiting beliefs with another perspective. Her story is incredible and you're going to love her energy. Here is a little bit about Jackie Seiden before we get started. Jackie is an actor, singer, writer, podcaster, born in Highland Park, Illinois. She graduated early cum laude from Northwestern University with a Bachelor in Science and a Music Theater Certificate. After graduating, Jackie moved to New York City and was cast in her dream show, Hairspray, on Broadway. She was also in the original company of Good Vibrations, on Broadway, and originated Mary Delgado on the first national tour of Jersey Boys. 
along with many other off-Broadway productions, tours, regional shows, and worked with greats like Twyla Tharp, Bob Dylan, and Jerry Mitchell. After performing as Pinky Tuscadero in Gary Marshall's production of Happy Days, she moved out to Los Angeles permanently, where she began work on many films and television shows with many more great talents and performed all over L.A. as a part of the original for the Record Live Company. In addition to working as an actress and singer, she hosts the Evolution podcast, which can be found on all the major platforms. Jackie met her husband, Jason Weiner. He's a director and producer in 2012 and lives with him and her two beautiful children. So without further ado, please welcome Jackie Seiden to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, this is like my little soul sister that I found through my ascension experience and, you know, learning and growing and then having found you through Gary and Joshua and watching your journey through your podcast and knowing that you pushed past your fear and started your podcast and your whole entire background and your life and your babies and uh, what you do is like adding that to your list, but I want people, so all our like mutual friends that we have in our class are like, ask Jackie this, ask Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we all know the answers, right? We all, it's like there's- That's so funny. Well, I was thinking, you know, I was just listening to your podcast with Gary, which I thought was so brilliant. And I was thinking about how you're constantly channeling as you host your podcast, you're constantly attracting the exact thoughts and questions to ask to keep the flow going and you're just so in your zone and it's such an exciting thing to witness and to watch and I am just thrilled to be here to have this conversation with you and see where it goes. You you know it's I'm listening to you and how you learned like what Gary said are you do you channel and you're like I don't know I don't think part of there I said he's what was the first time that I had a one-on-one with Joshua? I had not started the boot camp yet. My friend oh. Shoshana Bean had been in the boot camp, and I tiptoed in by just scheduling a private with him, but with him channeling. And after the channel, when it was about to just be over, he quickly said, Hey, real quick, are you a channel? And I did say, I don't know. But the second he asked, that voice in my head said, "Uh uh-oh, I I think so, but I don't know. And he said, I want you to do a meditation on worthiness and then open your computer and do automatic writing. Now, after that, I started the boot camp. I was writing in other ways, but I resisted doing that. If I tell you it was the one thing I wouldn't do, I took the leaps on everything else. I started doing the manifestation for event forms. I was signed up for the boot camp. I was doing my daily practice of gratitude right. and appreciation. I'm talking about it with friends. I'm listening to podcasts, but I would not just do that meditation and hmm. write automatically. And I think I was in fear, just scared of wanting to know and also not wanting to know. So it's kind of like, feed me, feed me, don't feed me, feed me, feed me, don't. Yes, I want to know. I don't want to know. I want to know. I don't want to know. And maybe actually there was potentially a fear of not failure per se, but maybe now that I'm thinking about it, if I'm really honest, maybe there was a fear of what if nothing comes, which ended up being a fear over and over after that that I had to work through. But boy, it was there and it was loud. And when I was first writing, it was all caps. 
because it was so had so much energy behind it. Like she's listening, right. she's listening. There's so much to say. There's so much to say. And uh, then I didn't stop writing. And that's how the book happened. The book. Yeah. So go to the book. Well, the book is, you know, sitting, it has made some progress to go somewhere, but it's funny since I've written the book, I'm already in such a different place now uh-huh. that I, I feel that I would do a page one rewrite on the whole thing, but it's kind yeah. of my own step-by-step process of getting into alignment and getting into a receiving mode so that everyone can get to that place, which you have, and you are such an example of alignment to everyone listening, that everyone has their ability to channel. And some people do it through teaching. Some people do it as a friend. Some people do it in visual arts when they just flows through their hands or even knitting, you know, anything, but everyone can channel. And so all it is, is quieting that ego mind, as you know, and so you allow the inner voice to speak to you, send you thoughts in the form of inspiration and to trust that voice and to take the leap. Right. Right. You know, every time I look back on my life, anytime I've always every, like the podcast in my past, I opened a business on, you know, like didn't think of the fear part. Just, I always say, fake it till you make it. Like, yes. That was like, used to be my motto. You know, every time I've done that, it's, I know it's, I'm channeling, I'm listening to that inner right. self saying, do it and not question it. Like with the day that this podcast was born was two days before the girls were locked down in school. And I remember saying yes to the class. And I, the day I woke up the next morning thinking, what am I thinking? Like, I don't have time for this. How, right. And then my husband's like, oh, one more thing. Ashley's not going to finish. <laughs> she got it to your plate. Yeah. I wonder you complain when you say you have no time. <laughs> right. But you know, that, that inspired action and what we've been learning with uh, Joshua is like, gosh, even if it's just a, something that says, go to the store and buy something, you know, for do something. And the truth is you don't know where it's leading. You had an idea for a business and started a business, which is an incredible feat. And of course that is a judgment. It's true. But sometimes someone may have an idea for a business and it's really just meant to take that first step, which may be to email someone they know who's in the business and they write that email, but that email sparks a conversation that takes it into another direction. So the point is to act on the inspiration without attachment of what the outcome is going to be. And without this vision in your mind of what it needs to be and going with the flow and letting it carry you. Right. Even though you're allowed to let yourself, and when I say allow, I mean, it's, it's still a great way of manifesting to let yourself live in the fantasy of the thing and feel those exciting emotions and cultivate those emotions. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great part of it too. But I love, I love that you pushed past the fear to start this podcast and then took the step forward to doing it while the shutdown happened and your girls were in school at home. And then don't you feel like time started to stretch that you made time? Oh, totally did. But I know when you know your why, you know, I didn't know how to do it. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know. I don't even have a laptop. (laughs) I had to borrow Presley's after school, but 
when you think of, did I always talk about like, you know, walking down the yellow brick road and grabbing the breadcrumbs and just taking those little steps and picking yeah. them up and, you know, keep going. I didn't know where it was leading. I knew That's my right. why, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know my classes were going to come from that. I didn't know who was going to say yes to an interview. You know Exactly. And if I had said to you that first day that you just had the idea, Hey, listen, you're going to do this podcast and it's going to create this class and you're going to be teaching how people, how to, how to process limiting beliefs and to children and helping parents have dialogues with their kids in this general area. And, and then more and more, by the way, of what's coming that we don't even know, you may have said, whoa, 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 whoa. That's that's a lot. That's a lot for me right now. And it may have scared you. I'm not doing it, but that's why you have to, like you so eloquently said, take the breadcrumb by breadcrumb because each step you're only given the exact thing you need to do for that next step. Right. That's all you can do. And then it will lead you organically to the more and the more and the expansion and the excitement and the passion and the interest and the, oh, I could do this and this idea and this idea. It has momentum, the spiraling upward of momentum. The more you act on inspiration, mm-hmm. as you know, you open yourself up for more to come. You can act on as much or as little as you want to. It's up to you how fast you want to go. Right. Because I'm sure too, as you do that, new limiting beliefs pop up, new walls of fear that you have to break through. It requires that commitment. Right. Total commitment. You know, I think of your vibration and you're just watching you and your energy and you know how I like, I know how to create the little, those little sparks because I keep my vibration so high. You you do. And I'm on my run in the morning and it's dark now and I'm with my dogs and I'm afraid of coyotes and I'm trying to like focus. And this morning I'm listening to you and I'm like, okay, like you know, oh but God. keeping my, and I sometimes, you know, that how I describe like you do, like everything is answered through your energy, your vibration, everything comes to you from that. So when I try to explain even to the girls in the morning, like focus on happy you know, let's be happy. Let's just change, you know, one little thing. And once you're there, it's so hard. It, you can catch yourself when you go down, it's, but those, it, 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 it become addicted to that good feeling. And then when yes, you don't, it's totally, takes, you're so sensitive. It takes you way off and then you're beating yourself up for not feeling good. And it just feels so off when you are separated from source. It feels so off when you're not in the same perspective as your higher self that, yeah, you become, it's just, it's like a feel good junkie sort of thing, you know? Yes. Oh, I love it. I'm so, that's, I'm always like, gosh, even today I'm tired, but I'm thinking, oh, I, I just push past that. It doesn't even, I don't even talk about it. I would never even say that, but I was thinking, even if that was in my energy, I just, I'm already, I'm so addicted to that feeling of right. that vibration. It doesn't matter. I push past that, oh, but I want I, you to, what? Yeah, no, me. I was going to say, I had a cold that turned into a sinus infection. I got no sleep last night and I was thinking, oh, I really want to show up today in love. And I do see how aligned you are. And there are things I want to talk about too, with parenthood, how you're able to maintain, which I find incredible. And I knew, I knew that talking to you would light me up. I knew it. And I said, okay, I don't feel good, but we're doing this. It's happening. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. So fun. And that's the thing with this Ascension experience. What it's done is 
that's like we're a magnet to these people that have come to these old friends, these new friends, this new circle of people. And when you're in that group and we're all feeding off of each other and we're the call the other day at the end, I feel like Joshua is just kind of like emerging into this. It's more deeper. And everyone's like in the chat going, OMG, holy, you know, it was fear just like, is letting more in because yes. he through fear was blocking some, he was sifting and sorting a lot more than he is now. And he's sort of allowing more to come through. And therefore we're witnessing Gary mitigate some of his fears of being a weirdo. And we can witness that by, yes, the expansive nature of how Josh was now coming to him with more and more clarity and he's more open and and translating more. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. And also though, the difference is you and everyone listening, you've changed your vibration. You are now hearing things differently that you've heard a thousand times. Or you may pick up something he says that it just resonates in a new way, but mm-hmm. that's because you're also showing up every time in a different place. And people who are listening to your podcast or anyone listening to this right now, if they listen a second time, will pick up different information or something that might hit them differently, depending on where their vibration is. Because at the end of the day, it's all so simple. It's all living in love. When you don't feel good, find make feeling good important. When you... Yeah don't feel good. It's fear. Process the fear. There's some belief you have other than I'm a limitless being of pure positive love. So whatever that is, prove it false. And that's really all that's happening over and over again. But then we get sort of into the nitty gritty. Well, how does that apply to this? How does that apply to this? How does that apply to this? And it becomes very dense and confusing. And so ultimately it's all very easy. So basically my point is it's all the same ingredients, different pie. And so when you show up, there's always something someone says that just hits you a little bit in a new way. Right. Yeah. When I was telling Gary a couple of months ago on a podcast, it's, you know, I've listened to Abraham Hicks for 30 years. Okay. I mean, I went like when, since I was 20 and I remember thinking, gosh, now I listen to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, totally different. Totally different. Yeah. But still incredible that you were drawn to that in your twenties. Yeah. I, I mean, before are, the, before the secret came out, I remember the, cause Paige was born on, in 2006 and that was when the secret came out. But before that years before that, I'd be studying Abraham, you know, like all the things. And then, and then I finally saw that movie and I thought, Oh, well now everyone we're, we're coming to that. Like everyone came, got, got the gist of what I've been kind of studying. Yeah. And then I kind of just started kind of spreading the word and I was at mom for 15 years. And then, you know, all of a sudden this podcast came and I had been training my girls, these tools, you know, I, I knew when I was, cause I didn't get married till I was 35, Me neither. Had, 36, had Paige when I was 37. And then Presley, when I was a week till 40, so mm-hmm. I'm still 39, but, um, you know, when you think of being so such an aware parent, like, I just know, like every day that they were born, I'm like, I'm programming them. What am I doing? I was so present and I was so intentional, you know? And now that they're this, at this age, I see that it's like the fruit of my labor has emerged and it's so beautiful to watch that. Let me just say this. And again, this is, I appreciate that it is a judgment. Your two girls are the most you have Presley and Paige, right? Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. They're the you most know that. stunning, poised. I was floored by these two women. I also have a question. Both their names start with a P. Is are they named after someone in your family? Paige is my middle name, and Presley my was just a cute. Name. Oh, 
Yeah. So that's where Paige came from. And then there was somebody told me, oh, I went to a play date with uh, little Presley was there. I go, oh, that'd be fun if I had a girl, but not that we had to have two peas, but my daughter's name is Pearl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And I was thinking, I just, it just dawned on me when I, when I saw the peas, I thought, hmm, I I love it. It just made me, they're stunning and incredible, remarkable human beings. And by the way, listen, because this work, you know, that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> no. Right. Nothing. Like they are on this journey, but they chose you as their mom and they're brilliant for doing that. Uh, and, and I say that because you never know what any of our kids journey is going to be. And so you can't attach to the good stuff because you don't want to attach to the bad stuff either. The bottom line is they're two remarkable teachers, just like you. And I, I have to implore anyone listening to just check out videos on your Instagram of these two remarkable women I will be, when my kids get to that age, I will be calling you saying, (laughs) okay, (laughs) because it is really hard. And you've heard me talk about this with Gary. We talk about staying in alignment. I've got two young kids. My daughter Pearl is four and I have a son, Sage, who's 13 months. And when you're feeling good and you're flying high and it's all happening and your daughter says, mommy, mommy, look at me, mommy, I need mommy, mommy, mommy. And you are, let's say on a work call and you're just like, give me a second and you feel your energy shift and it's, and it gets bigger and bigger. And it's been an incredible lesson for me to say, Oh, if I'm on a business call, my daughter is saying my name in this example, that means it's time to balance. It's time to give her that attention. If I'm meditating, if somebody walks in the door talking to me, the old me would have said, I'm meditating. I need a minute. Right. (laughs) And now there's no attachment. There's totally wrong. You got to put it down and say, I'm here. What is it? And certain days you're more in the flow and can kind of go with that than others. But I know that that's what's happening. And I know if I resist that, then there's because of belief I have about time or a belief I have about not enough of me to go around or whatever belief about myself that is completely and utterly false. And so it's a really interesting way to look at life now. And even in conflict to just say, oh, this has nothing to do with anyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm the, everyone is, I like to say the big fun house mirrors reflecting yes, I love that. Their different facets. Yes. And I'm simply seeing myself reflected, seeing my, they're showing up for me to show me what I still need to process and always will, yep. always will. But the biggest that, teachers, they are, and we to them and I will say that how I speak to my children now is so different. You know, mm-hmm. Pearl will say she's really feisty and she'll say, mommy, I don't love you. And now she loves saying that because she loves this answer, which is I say, you don't have to love me. <laughs> I love you enough for the both of us. Yep. There's nothing that you can do that will ever make me stop loving you. And another thing where when I'm not around, I was traveling a lot for work. So I'm shooting this TV show in Chicago and I go a lot and she, before I leave, I always say, I will never leave you. I'm always with you. Even if you cannot see me, right. feel me or touch me with your senses, that doesn't mean I'm not with you. I'm always with you. You can never lose me ever. And so then when we put our dog down two weeks ago, oh, that, I just, I just thought of that. I was just going to ask translated. you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Remember how I told you how now he's not with us in the room, but he's with us in the room in a different way. And she completely got it. Oh, I love that. I'm so grateful to this work to give us that vocabulary and that frame framing. My husband last night got to bed 
he is a director producer and he's got a million things going he got into bed and since he's been in quarantine he has not connected with people i'm i've got all my girlfriends i'm a marco polo i have my podcast i'm i'm right constantly talking to people and so is he but he doesn't see it the same and he was just feeling really down and really disconnected mm-hmm. and so i said okay so just to work your way to that next best feeling thought where can we go from where you are i'm feeling disconnected because he was saying I'm on this, I'm struggling. It's all coming down on me. Really sort of language that we're used to hearing and we've said all about our lives, but now people in these teachings and anyone listening, sort of like you sort of hear it and there's a ding, ding, ding. Yeah. (laughs) A bell that goes off. And I said, okay, so let's, you know, reframe that, right? I'm feeling disconnected. I don't feel good right now. I don't feel good right now, but that's just right now. And I know that I can feel better. I know that I feel disconnected from people, but if I write a list of how many people I speak to in a day, it's probably between 50 and hundred, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about this one project I'm creating. I, I'm interested in these two guys. That, that makes me interested. I really love my home. I'm glad that I get to work at home because not that I feel disconnected, but now I feel like everything is one. I have my family. I could see my kids. I, I would never get to see my kids as much as I get to see them now. I mean, you know what? I'm excited. I'm excited. Tomorrow, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to ask one of my friends for lunch. I'm gonna go for lunch, and that makes me excited to think about. I'm gonna dig into this project. I know that no matter what happens with the project, it doesn't mean anything about me. It's all learning experience. I know that when I'm 80 and I look back on whatever I'm working on now, it won't matter. It'll just be the people and the connection, the love that matters. I'm feeling better. I'm starting to feel better, and just start to work your way back. Yes. I love that. And as far as like with him and his beliefs and his, you know, you going on this journey, is he on the train with you? He is accepting of the journey and is getting some through osmosis, but is not on it on his own. So when we get into a little, and I heard you say that you don't even argue with your partner anymore, which I was like, is he on the journey as well? When I start found Joshua live, when the, the podcast a couple of two and a half years ago, you know, I've got, I've listened to every single one. I sometimes go back, oh, are you sure I didn't miss any? And then you start going back because you do listen to it over and over and you just get different things. Yep. But I would send some to him and he's like, gosh, I really kind of like that. I've really mm-hmm. learned. And I saw a shift in him. Mm-hmm. And then I, one day, one night before we go to bed, I was like, oh, I need to think of who I'm going to invite on the podcast. He goes, why don't you ask Gary? I go, really? You think he'd say yes? And so I did that night before I went to bed, I woke up. I go, oh my gosh, he emailed me back. He said, yes. <laughs> and you but, got uh, that inspiration in the form of the idea came to him. And he was a path of least resistance for that idea. Yes, totally. For you, there was some resistance there. So he got it and said it to you. I love right. that. And I think when you say uh, through osmosis would be mm-hmm. your husband feeling that. And, you know, I even my, some of the parents that I coach on in my classes, the kids will say, my mom, my dad's rubbing off. I mean, my mom's rubbing off on my dad and I'll go, Oh my gosh, but it's so true. And it, if people understood the, just who you are being and just do that and not, I'm not here to like tell him what to do or tell him how to be at all. 
with your words, you will not convince anyone of anything if they're not in a receiving mode. And even sometimes people will ask about it and still not be ready to receive it. But when they see you as that example of alignment, when he sees you not reacting to certain situations the same way you used to, that's always the best way to inspire others. Yes. Like, what, you know, what's she doing? What's going on there? I want to be able to go with the flow more. And it is interesting because, because he's not really, again, he's never listened to my podcast, by the way, not one, Oh, okay. but he's going to come on. And I think it's hilarious. And I actually told him, don't even listen. I think it'll be funny. If you come on, you have no clue. What's going on. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, he I, a lot. that is so, so he hasn't, he's going to come on. He's going to come on. But what's funny about it is that when we get to, Again, we, again, we have young kids and this has been a big part of this too, is not only being accepting of others, but being accepting of myself when I do get out of alignment and I do, Mm -hmm. and I lose my S right. I, you know, as I, I, for sometimes I'm like, I don't want to get back into alignment. I don't want to, because I know that on the way there, there's going to be a shame park that I have to walk through right? (laughs) and I will walk through it. And I will get back into alignment and I will have forgiveness for myself, knowing that however I showed up was not just for me, but for everyone involved. Right. But what's interesting is when I, I was, what was happening was I would go for a run. I love you. You, you get that. I would go for a run to yes. reset, or I would take a drive, listen to a podcast. I would meditate, do whatever I needed to do. And I'd come back. I'm good. And he was like, lady, like, we need to talk about this. And I'm like, no, we're good. What's the problem? I'm like, well, it's all good. I'm, I'm going to lie. He's like, no, 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 no. So what was happening was I was just coming back like, okay, let's get back to life. And he's like, wait, <laughs> he's still in that approach where he needs to talk about it and sort of be right. the drama of what happened. So that's fine. So I said, okay, we, let's do that. And he felt like his two choices were, I can either be annoyed with you, resent you for what happened and say something, or I could be annoyed with you, resent you for what happened and not say something. Right. And my two choices were I could be annoyed with you and resent you for what happened, or I can take responsibility and total ownership over the whole thing and take it as a lesson, let it go, do the learning. Right. So that's interesting, right? Yes. And so when he, when he wants to talk about it, he's sitting there like, I want to rehash it. Yeah. And you're like, I've already let it go. I learned. I, and he's like, wait, I but I don't, it. it's yeah, he's like, wait, why? He's so gotta, mad at me yes. for something I did. And that's fine because guess what? This is something I never had even before this work. I've never had ego in an argument ever. Right. I, everyone has their own experience. I've always understood that if I do anything or say anything that someone takes on is hurting them. We, you and I know that that's just triggering a limiting belief, but if I hurt someone, I will own it immediately. Own it. Me too. And I do with him always. But it was an interesting conversation and I feel him shifting in understanding that I no longer am ever blaming him for anything. Right. I do when I'm in a negative stream of consciousness because that has momentum. And when you're in there, the problem is a different vibration than the solution. So I can't see the solution and I'm going to blame you. You know, I'm, I'm in that negative state. But when I regain alignment, then I see, have the clarity, I'm out of the density and I can see that, oh, this was for me. And so now I'm sort of in a way ushering us both through that. Mm-hmm. I actually, you got, are. I, what I ended up doing was just writing a couple of thoughts, which I never, I don't normally write like long emails to my husband about arguments, but I ended up channeling for uh-huh. him and for me. 
so I sent this out and it was crazy because it said for it said Jason all you need to know is when Jackie is like that imagine that she's a child and imagine that she is upset would you anything you say or do would just add flames to the fire even if you're trying to quench the fire when really all you need is love to add water to the fire it was basically telling him I was acting like a child right and he viewed me as a child and not take it personally that has nothing to do with him and it described they described the things that are happening in my body when I feel anxious. She feels like she can't breathe. She's in a panic mode. She's imagine that she's like a trapped caged animal and you're the closest thing to her. So she bites your hand. And then there was a whole thing for me about him. And so he wow. just started bawling because he's like, he did. Yeah. He's like, thank you. You know, it just saved us <laughs> this, you know, Again, that's what you do in therapy, right? You sort of uncover. It sort of saved us that need. He he understood completely what was happening. Huh. So, so said, he does believe in the channeling thing. He does. Okay. And he would does. he have before you? I don't think so. No, okay. I mean, I don't know if he ever gave it much thought. I mean, my the, my dog, when he passed, the next day I went to do channeling. And the second, do channeling, I write my channeling. And the second I turned on this one chant that's sort of my cue for my guides that I'm ready. I heard, hi, 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 mommy, mommy, hi. And it was the craziest thing ever. And I was like, no, this can't be. Mm -mm." But it was the totally different energy. And I wrote all this stuff. Hey, listen, I'm here. This is so fun. It's so fun. Just so you know, this, this, and that. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. My foot didn't hurt as bad as you think I did. It was actually my hip, but you know what? It's fine now. And please tell daddy not to feel bad. Daddy feels really bad. Daddy feels really guilty. He feels like he should have done something. I had no idea. And I read oh this to him gosh. and he was losing his mind. And I was wow. like, you feel guilty? So part of me still is always, te- I still question. It's funny. Cause I tell, it's easy for me to say to you that I see you channeling. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to tell everyone that they can channel, which I know is true. Right. And when I say you can channel with someone who's passed over and someone says, well, what if I'm just talking to myself? There really is no difference because you're not inventing those thoughts. You're attracting them anyway. And their inner self and your inner self, as Esther would say, are always rendezvousing anyway. So whatever they're bringing to you is you, but it's really not you. It's really all of your loved ones and that you can trust you'll know that it's not your words. You'll feel it. Right. But yet when it happens, sometimes I still think, come on. Wow. That's Weird. amazing. That's so that crazy. was, so he's getting on board and he's having fun with it, but there is like really interesting learning happening and he's naturally in alignment way more than me. It takes me more effort. Huh. So he's still an example for me as well. You know, having kids, you know, starting where brand new with, you you know, where you're at in motherhood, you know, I look back and think, gosh, to start with what, you know, like what you're going to give those children is such a gift. And, you know, you look at the day, you know, right now with my kids and, you know, life, life in our little bubble and how I parent and knowing what I know now, even just the last four months, you know, really of you know, like we always say, you can listen to a million podcasts, you can take all this stuff. And, but once you are really learning and, you know, getting, digging deep into it and having a group of people that are all like-minded and on the same 
path as you are. We are Joshua, as Jessica said, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when she said, did you hear that? We, oh, she yes. said in my podcast, we uh, yes. are Joshua. Like, no. And then it was like, we are Joshua. We are? We're Joshua. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and my, I started crying. I'm like, I think I have tears. She's like, that's of good. Of course it's you are. Truth. Your inner self is rendezvousing with his inner self, all of the inner selves of all the people listening. And it's so funny because I don't know about you. You've been on this journey a long time. Mine started with a fear of death when I was four, Pearl's age, actually. Oh. And I understood about guides, spirit guides. I always thought it was, you know, eight, eight to ten entities, you know, like a boardroom. Oh. It never occurred to me it's millions and millions and millions. It's all the inner guides of every cell in your body. And their inner guides and their inner guides. And then all the inner guides of every person you've ever come into contact with. And their inner guides and their inner guides. It's a number that it's, this is always fascinating. It's a number that's so big that it's overwhelming when really the number is one. Mm -hmm. It's one that's broken up into infinite numbers. Yes. But it's really one. So it's a, you know, crazy, beautiful, exciting, interesting universe we've created. Yes. I interviewed this guy a couple of weeks ago. He hasn't come out yet, but he talks about, you know, past life and future lives. And he talks about like, you know, teleportation. <laughs> like, and I really, I had to sit there and I, I probably look like I didn't know what, like a glaze because I'm really trying to like, okay, you went to Jamaica. You came, I mean, it's, his shorts were wet. He had sand on his toes, but for a human mind, I know. you know, for to not to have that. understand that it's all yes. happening simultaneously. So, okay, it's all happening simultaneously. So that is possible to experience anything from any of your lives in this moment. Yeah, because we have to perceive time and space in order to go through physical reality. It's, it's, I, it's impossible. It's so hard. I mean, I think of, I always say time. If you imagine a film role and you laid out the real, mm-hmm. so there it all is but you only can see the movie if you play it one frame at a time. Right. I know. And so it's, it's hard. It's hard to sort of grasp it, but that is cool. And I will tell you that was sort of the way, my way in my brother gave me the book, many lives, many masters. When I was right. When I was in middle school, because I was having panic attacks about death and I was super into this and got on this train and was obsessed with near death experiences and past lives. And when you were little, when I was like in 12 or 13, because these panic attacks were really intense huh. and they lasted forever, but I was able to, what ended up happening was I was able to do the thing with my brain where when I would feel it happening, I would just say toaster, not knowing that what I was doing was bringing myself from the limbic system to my frontal lobes, bringing myself from for flight, flight or fight, or flight flight. to <laughs> <laughs> rational. So, you know, the, thing that I always talk about is when you're feeling yourself starting to panic is name things in the room, feel your clothes on your body, feel that how the air feels on your skin, get present, get present, get present. And that will get you there. And so, you know, life happened and I put all of that work away, but it, it is ultimately what brought me on this journey of self-discovery hmm. and what, and then it all resurfaced, you know, in the last, year as it did for most people during not most people but so many people during 
2020. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but when like you reset, yeah. Yes, for sure. You know, sometimes people say, I had a message from a friend that's in this class that said, I feel guilty saying this, but 2020 was I know one of my best years of my life. And I said, well, that's a limiting belief. (laughs) Right. Right. It is, it is a time of awakening. We are shifting out of the dark ages and into the light and you feel it happening. And I, I imagine what's going to happen in the next 15 years, it's going to be exponential. You can't even imagine where we're going, Mm -hmm. but in order for us to get to the light, you have to take the slingshot and pull the rock as far back as you can into the darkness, into the darkness. And then when you let go, the faster and the more furious it flies into the light. And that's what we as humanity conspire to do. We signed, we are contractually all in agreement that that's where we're at right now. Right. Well, to be a human being right now in this time, you know, like we're, you got to own it, right? You got to own it. Yes. (laughs) Right. Let's own it. Like we're here. Like this is amazing that we get to be here during this time to take the this whole human race or what this people on this planet to the next level, you know, look, even with your podcast, you could tell more and more people are attracted to the teachings. More and more people are saying what I'm doing isn't working. I don't, you know, I was thinking about also what got me on this journey and how I wasn't listening to my guides, man, the manifestation events that were coming when I was pregnant with Pearl. Now this, no one knows this in the public, I was eight months pregnant and I was sexually assaulted on the street. Oh my God. It was very quick. I was eight months pregnant. That was obviously traumatizing. And then I had Pearl. I got a staph infection for my C-section, was in the emergency room a week later. But then what happened was I had Pearl and I was in love with her. And so I shifted into love. So I didn't need any more manifestation events. So I now had my daughter. I was so in love that a movie role came out of the sky that I hadn't, you know, I wasn't thinking about career, but as you know, when you give love or you focus on something that makes you happy, it actually does more to bring about all the things in your life that you want in all the arenas, not just, let's say that in this case, family, but then life started to happen. I started to get back into my old ways, that old approach, anxiety, stress. And I was pregnant with my son. I got into a car accident, which we know a car accident is like, if you're getting into a car accident, you are not listening to the clues. Your guys are trying to talk to you. You're, and I didn't listen. I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no way of knowing. And I kept fumbling through life. And then the thing that always gets our attention, the clearest is our bodies, right? So then I had him, I got thrush all over my body. So basically set my whole body on fire. Wow. It was just one thing after another. I had lice. It was during the oh shutdown. God. And I had a newborn who was I had lice in the hospital during my C-section. Had they seen it, they would have shaved my head. True story. I didn't know I had it. And then I got home and I have a newborn post-op and I have a toddler and we're going to the nitpick place every day. (laughs) Like in mass, it was such a shit show. And I was like, this is not, something is up. This felt biblical. Now there's, and then of course COVID's happening. I'm having a baby alone in a hospital. My body's on fire. Okay, what is going on? And it brought me to my knees. And that is when I finally said, okay, wait, what's what's this Joshua thing you're doing? What's happening? Oh, funny. So that's that's what, where it came? You just were like, I need something? It was one of your friends. I was waking up every day like this cannot be life. I cannot. 
I imagine, I mean, you actually remind me of my husband because you're so like gentle demeanored and I think naturally aligned as a person. But when I wake up in the morning, my natural tendency is to want to be happy. But I was waking up every day like I it just I another day, can I just stay in bed? And that wasn't I know it's not anyone. That's no one naturally, anyone who's listening who says, Oh, that's me. That is you, but that's not you. That's not the true you. That's not the authentic you. That's you, Esther would say, holding the cork at the bottom of the right. water, or you let it go and it rises to the top, right? So that's not who you really are. And I was like, this can't, this can't be it. I know that I'm an optimistic, excited, energetic person. Mm-hmm. I would schedule one thing in a day. I was taking two naps a day when I started doing Joshua. Huh. And, you know, I couldn't even use the limiting belief. I don't have time, but that was my belief. And as I said earlier, the more I started to feel better, little by little, the more I started to make alignment more important, time stretched, time stretched. Now, of course, I don't take any naps. I'm doing the podcast. I'm more active. I'm traveling for work. I, you know, so much going on Mm -hmm. and it's a joy. It's a joy. Totally. Someone asked me, gosh, how do you have time to, cause I'll say, I sit with my clients like one hour at a time. And sometimes I'll sit here for three hours and then I'll have a podcast. And the lady goes, how do you have time for that? I said, oh my gosh, I make time. Like, (laughs) this is so important to me. I love it. I, you know? I know what you're doing. My gosh, you are so in service. You are in service. And oh, I will and say I this too. It. Don't you feel like if you, it kind of like we we're talking about this morning, if you come in and you're tired, it's funny. Now, one of my friends is going through a really hard time. And last night I was sick and I, I was just, I knew I just didn't, I just didn't feel good quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And she, she wanted to talk. And my husband's like, Oh God, you've got to do that now. And I said, you know, talking to her is going to, be good for me. Right. When we're talking about this work with people and I'm sure you deal with this all day because it's your passion and it lights me up. Yes. I know that it doesn't matter how dark what someone's going through, shedding light onto it sheds light for me as well. For sure. Oh my gosh. You know, I had a call. So that was funny because last night my friend called that just joined, she just finished month one of because she heard Gary on my podcast and said, I started listening. That kind of has been a, that's been a very common denominator and people that I've attracted that had to listen to him and then start listening to Joshua. They're like, I listened to uncover your magic and Joshua. <laughs> then I, that's all I have time for. But she called me last night because they're so excited and they want to talk and they know that I can understand what they're going, you know, yes. like, you know, they're just starting this journey. And so we're talking and I, and I could tell he was kind of like, well, we just got home. Do you got to, you know, can you wrap it up? And I'm like, no, I will in a second. But, you know, but I was like that look of it's time for me. Right. (laughs) And so I respect that. But I also understand that when you're into this newness of this reality of like life can be like this Mm -hmm. and it is. And it's like, yeah, it's so fun to have someone that you can even bring it up a notch. She, She was dealing with a a friend that had, you know, she had been friends with her for so long. And then she kind of was really narcissistic and made her feel bad. And she's just really sensitive. And the lady on the, one of the women asked Joshua, the very first question, I think it was Kim about a friend that kind of misunderstood the, what she said. And it was so important for her to understand that. And so she said, gosh, I just listened to Joshua the first question, it was like exactly what I needed to hear. Always is. 
And so I said, yes, they'll all, you'll just sit there and everyone will, it'll be answered. Your questions will be answered without even asking. And so we were talking in that night and I was explaining to her, like, you know, when your values as a friend, they don't align, it's okay. You know, you don't have to, you know, you don't owe her. It it doesn't matter. You send her love and let her do her thing. She's your greatest teacher. Yes. I call those people activators. Those people. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. They really, they get your goat, right? There's certain people you don't align on certain things, but those are your greatest teachers. And those are your most important relationships. And when it's no longer necessary for you to have that relationship, it will go away on its own. You won't have to do anything. Right. And I tell that to the girls because, you know, now we're into friends. Friends are important. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, they're kind of in a, you know, you know their mindset is a little different, you know, because yeah. of how they were raised. And, you know, a lot of yeah. kids don't, aren't there quite yet, but when Paige will get to say something, her level of being activated or triggered from an yeah. activator has lessened so much within a, the last, what? I have the chills because that's the thing. I mean, that gift to give your girls at their age. Mm-hmm. I just can't even, I, I, it blows my mind. Yeah. I heard you talking about that with Gary too. Oh yeah. That they can sort of zoom out of a situation. Yes. And they're way more sensitive than we are. Right. Because oh, they're know. a vibrational match to the earth now. So just having those tools, oh, it gives me the chills. It gives yeah. me the chills. I just think about all you're doing with the kiddos. And yes, when you start this work, I had Shoshana, who I was calling every five seconds because you do sort of, you get excited about it and you do want to apply it. Okay. So how does that work for this? I, I have this thing that's making me, making right. me, right. That's doing this <laughs> thing to me. I'm the victim of this thing. Yep. This thing is happening to me. This thing's happening to me. And how do I shift my perspective to, no, I created that. I created that. I, well, my inner self created that for me, for my benefit. And even, even getting sick, I will tell you getting sick for me was always like a big, big, big trigger. Mm-hmm. And my kids got sick and I, could see how much I had processed because I wasn't rocked at all. And then I got sick and I wasn't rocked. And I was thinking, no, this is, I've been actually processing a lot of fear recently. This is my release of those old Mm -hmm. emotions. This is my reset. It's, it's okay. You know, it's part of it. It's, we're all in this together. It does help, but yes, I love having, it's nice having a friend. So you do this all day and then you keep attracting new people to the boot camp, and the same was happening with me. So you've got more phone calls. Yes. And everyone wants to talk after the live call. Do you right. get a bunch of Yes. <laughs> oh, I get the text. Can you talk? Can you talk? Can you talk? <laughs> exactly. That's what I get to. Funny. It's oh, so I love fun. it. It's so fun to see the, um, you know, the law of attraction where that's what's happening. It's like the laws of the universe. When you vibe high and you're like doing the work and all of a sudden these people that are coming up to your level and they're going, Whoa, that's where I want to be. Right. You know, they, we just, we raise the level of the, but you're doing that by being an example of alignment. I mean, you really are. And now your girls are doing the same, just being an example. They just are. Right. And that's not to say, by the way, that you can't lose it. What's right. Do you know what I mean? It's there's totally, no we're, yes. it's all part of it. If you were just only Zen always, you have nothing else to learn. You're good. What right. do you go back to the go die. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are we even doing here? But if you want to expand and grow in love, you got to say, bring it on. Whatever right. that thing is, it's going to ignite these negative emotions. Let me see. Where do I have resistance? Where do I have my fears? Where do I have those beliefs about myself? We all have them. 
Yeah. But isn't it fun now to like, when that happens, when you get triggered going, oh, why, you know, like it's so cute with Jessica too, because she's really helped me understand, you know, she's like the little dissector, you know, she is, she is incredibly adept at uncovering limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. She yes. can really get down. I know she's been in practice of that for about 30 years too. that specific skill. She can really get to oh, the core. Amazing. Isn't it yeah. cool? Even just to think of how we're all like coming together, how she was attracted to Gary and Joshua. And the, now she's teaching that and she's becoming more worthy. I feel like, you know, she's rising, you know, before she she's, never thought. She's becoming she, more blended. Yes. Yes. More blended. I love yeah. that. But, you know, when you think of parenting and the kids and how you're, you're showing, you're being the, this example. amazing energy and example to Sometimes. them, but no, it, it is contrast. We didn't like always that Abraham's like, we didn't come here to just be impure. Bliss, all this. Um, yeah. We right. wanted to experience the contrast. Right. Cause we can't experience it in the non-physical. Yes. And it's just so funny to the non-physical entities that we are actually buying into this enough that we actually feel it. Right. Was, oh my gosh, look at you guys are actually, look how miserable you are about, he finished the bread. There's no bread left for toast for the kids. Like, really? This is the thing you're upset. This is so funny. <laughs> we were talking about how, and she said, and I love this. She, I love this metaphor. She was using it to explain something that I, I was trying to talk about, but she said, it's like wearing virtual reality goggles where you yes. see everything. But you think of all your loved ones that have crossed over and all your guys is sitting right next to you and you've got the goggles on. And mm-hmm. they're like, look at you. I know. She said that in my podcast too. Oh, we were did. talking. And the girls, the girls have those goggles, right? And I, I remember it. when they got those for Christmas a few years ago. And when she said that, it was so funny because I my dad passed away when Paige was two days old. Like I couldn't say goodbye. It was like a birth and a death. Yeah. And so I've never really had to, you know, it's like the morning and the it was it's such a different Ooh. experience, right? So I always write a letter. His to, spirit did that on purpose, obviously. Waited. waited he waited. waited. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I always write a letter before the podcast. Like, thank you for coming through, for being with me, for standing behind me, like watching and, you know, flowing words through me, making it have a connection. And, and I never, I mean, I do it before every single one. In fact, one time I was getting ready and I said, oh shoot, I forgot to write my letter. Will you wait a second? And they're like, oh, no worries. I love that. It's the same thing where I have the chills all over my body. They went all the way down to my legs. It's so beautiful. And, but I will tell you this, you, he's, he's there going, I'll wait for you to write. I'm here, but I'll wait for you to write so that you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He's already there. He's there before, during, and after. And so are all your guides. But but that ritual for you is your sort of signal to say, I'm ready, right? Yes, it is. And it is a ritual. And I'm like that ritual girl, (laughs) like my four o'clock in the morning alarm. Like, okay, I laid there at three this morning thinking about you. And I'm like, okay, what is my day? Okay, wait, hold up, hold up. What, what, what? No, that, I'm sorry. Go, go, go on. What, what that's you're how I, I get up at four. I do. That's my choice. No, but I love that because this is the point because you're living in your passion and on your aligned path. You have more energy. You don't need, well, I don't know. What time are you going to bed? Eight, nine, nine is pretty like late, but I mean, that's when I go to bed. Are you get up at four every day? Yeah. And then do day. you work? Is that when you go running in the dark? Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> well, you, were saying, I, you were thinking, no, you go out, you, you say what you're doing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> 
I'm, I'm mesmerized. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I do my, I have uh, text messages for the East Coast clients that I want them to have before school starts. So that's a motivation. But I've always been an early riser. So that's not, it's not like, oh my gosh, Ashley. You early went... riser. You're getting up in the middle of the night. <laughs> when but some people like will say, like, yeah. oh, I went to bed at two. I go, oh my gosh. Like, that was like, I was getting ready to get up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a good, like, you know what's going to happen when you're, when you have a morning show, it won't feel weird to you. You'll be used to the schedule. It'll be no problem. <laughs> yeah, morning show. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's so funny because... I get up, do my gratitude, send my text messages. You know, that's like an hour. And then at 5.30, it's dark now, but I, you know, take the dogs out, pray to God I don't see a coyote because I've been like, there's been those moments. So I'm like on guard (laughs) and I don't like living in fear. So I take it out of my mind and then I come home and the girls aren't up yet. So I can bake breakfast. I'm happy. And I'm so happy that there's no way they can't come down happy. Right. I love that. So it's setting the tone for the day. And if I, I can't imagine getting up, good morning, I'm just having a coffee. <laughs> they wouldn't know what to do. They're like, what mom? Like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm, I'm so inspired by this. I love it. <laughs> and then you, you still, and then you add more that you're in the boot camp. You have clients, you have a podcast, you have your girls schedules, which I'm sure require driving here, doing this, getting this ready, you know, holding down the whole home and you're in a marriage and that, you know. You're also a wife. That's so, so beautiful. are you. You you're, create the you time. You. You're, <laughs> you see in me what you are in you. That's why you're acknowledging I'm that. thinking, oh, I, the baby's going to get up at seven. I'm good to roll out at like six. I wake up at 645 every morning. Oh, nice. Which oh. I guess it used to sound really early to me. And now it's so Oh, funny. <laughs> but you know, you're in a different phase of life. And I, you know, for me, like I remember trying to get as much sleep as I can because I'm up in the middle of the night or, you know, yes. it's just going through that. But, you know, like looking at, I know we're coming to the end. I don't want to stop. And I just realized I'm like, gosh, that went by fast. Oh, I can't but believe it. When you think of the moment and living in the now, and I teach that in my class, you know, it's always being present now. This is all we have, especially right as a mom and coming through that showing people like when you're a mom, you never want to look back and you, that you weren't present. Like that whole thing with like, mommy, 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 mommy. No, that's like, that's, and that's what's happening. And that's right. exactly what's happening is that myself, my higher self, my inner, they're letting me know you're not being present, right? Your presence is required to be present. Yes. And that she, and like you said, and that's her being my teacher in that moment. And thank God, because she attracted the inspired thought in that moment Yes. To come get me. Yep. So I put that thought into her head. Yeah, I love that. Isn't that amazing to think that way? I want people to get that because it is so powerful when you understand that. I sent her in my room to get me. Mm-hmm. I, at least I called her. I called her and she answered the call. Right. We're in it together. Right. And, or my inner guides called her inner guides and said, can you help us out with this? Jackie's, you know. She's off track right? or whatever. I just need to balance. And it's so beautiful. It does help. It does help your day-to-day life and every experience to just have faith. Mm-hmm. You don't have to subscribe to this, but if you don't subscribe to it, maybe try and see how it feels to just have faith that you are the creator and that you are creating it all. 
And that right. it is all for your benefit. And if it doesn't feel good, that also is for your benefit. And so to look at it as you do, and you teaching people to do, oh, I have negative emotions. That's a non-physical sense of mine, our strongest non-physical sense. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm being sent guidance from my guides. Let me handle this. I'm not, I got off the road. I'm in the weeds. Okay. This is good information for me and go from there. Right. Because of course you're going to uncover a limiting belief that you're going to prove is false and then get back on your path and just have a life more full of ease, more full of joy, more full of fun, more full of conversations and wonderful people and interactions like this. I know. Amazing. If we had never done this. I never would have had this right. conversation with you. And I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. I'm so grateful just to be in your presence. And I'm yeah. grateful to your listeners for letting me join in the party. Yeah. Jackie, you know, when you think of how you, what you do for your friends and your, you know, you have your podcast where I love where you channel and they ask questions, you know, and that inspired a thought to me one day after I was listening, I go, that would be kind of fun to get all the kids in. And, you know, mainly like, not that I'd be channeling, but yeah, I would be. (laughs) (laughs) You absolutely are channeling. Every time you're talking to a client, every time you're doing your podcast, yes, you are. You can feel it. Yes. Oh, I can. And in fact, when I hear the introductions, because I know you're channeling your introductions and I know I'm like, and then I hear them like, oh my gosh, Jackie, that's like a goosebumps. And oh. Gary's like blown away. And then I, I re- go back and listen to what I say and I go, oh, that was pretty good. I don't remember yes. doing that, you know, but it's funny where that does come. Yes. You know? you, yes. But we judge ourselves, but you are channeling. I, I hear that when I hear you. And like I said, every time you have an interaction with your child, with your client, and you're coming from this place, right? That's you're in the zone. Right. This is your zone. Right. <laughs> this is your zone too. This is our zone, girl. <laughs> oh, Jackie, when we'll have to do this again. I, you yes. know, I just, I see this, like our Joshua, the, we are Joshua <laughs> group. Just We've so beautiful. A, quite a tribe. And yes. anyone listening is part of that tribe because yes. anyone listening has raised their vibration enough to attract these ideas to them. Even if let's say they're just listening as a favor. Someone said, yeah. like, okay, I'll listen to it. However you got here, you got here because your guides brought you here, right. brought this to you. Oh, so we it. all thank you so much for cultivating this beautiful time together. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you, Jackie. It was so wonderful. I will see you again for a part two. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, always look for the magic.